Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going and Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson, where this Saturday we're going to be doing our Royal Rumble live watch along party type thing. Woo! Royal Rumble. Yeah, it's going to be a party, all right. Three, two, one. And. <laughs> Break it down. Um, da, 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 King of Kings. Is that what you wanted? You wanted yeah, that for yeah, the pre-show? Actually, I did. Yeah, I did. There you go. Yeah. Um, so it should be a lot of fun. And Force is going to be there with us. Uh, and uh, yeah, it should be a good time. The Royal, the, the Royal Rumble is always just a ton it's, of fun. It's usually our favorite show of the year because it's just, it's just fun. Also, uh, speaking of watch-alongs, we're doing one tonight. It's yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. For AEW Beach Break. We'll yeah. see if John Gargano. John shows up in his hometown of cleveland ohio mm-hmm, so the yeah. show is happening yeah so is that like given the uh, the promo that i saw for that uh is the 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 cole orange cassidy match gonna happen on a beach is that gonna be the actual beach break uh i hope not because it's probably really cold oh yeah that's a good point because it's cleveland it's right on the lake yeah it's probably very cold yeah we're gonna do a preview of that and see where our preliminary preliminary non-binding predictions of course non-binding stand on beach break tonight because that should be a lot of fun of course we're going to talk about nxt 2.0 a little bit as well we're going to answer some of your questions uh want to bring this up really quick before we get started patreon.com forward slash steven larson you want a great way to help support going in raw and get a bunch of cool stuff we've got a new weekly newsletter called the kip up if you don't have time to keep up with all the different various goings on in wrestling uh, well, you can keep up with the Kip Up. It's our weekly newsletter. We got match results, news items from the week, including our commentary on those news items. We've got news from the Frendo world. We've got the must-see matches and segments of the week. Check it out. It drops every Friday, $5 a month, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Plus, you get the show in the audio realm ad-free plus bonus content. There you go. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. What's yeah. uh what's going on in the world of wrestling in terms of news, Larson? All right. This first one I saw late yesterday, and I don't know what to make of it. So perhaps we could talk through, mm-hmm. see if this makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So last spring, uh, reports started surfacing that there was a rift between Cody Rhodes yeah. and the rest of the executive vice presidents in AEW. Of course, it's Kenny and the Young Bucks. One of the sources of that story was uh, Jim Cornette experienced co-host Brian Last, and now he has a new report about how people on AEW currently view Cody, especially following his promo from last week. These transcripts come to us from WrestleTalk. Quote, I heard from people in the company that said, "What what did you think of that fucking promo? And I said, oh, I thought it was hysterical. He's the funniest guy in the world. And their reaction was quite opposite. It was, God, we're sick of this guy. He's out of his mind. Oh, wow. Harsh words from people in AEW. <laughs> Was this a poll of all the people in AEW? No, I don't. That's probably not the entire poll. They didn't do a Twitter poll or anything like that. No, I doubt it. I don't know. I yeah, I don't know what to think about this, man. How how uh, what's what's Brian Lass uh, track record? Well, 
I'll tell you this. Last time you mentioned Brian last was last May mm-hmm. when talking about three ports of Cody not getting along with Kenny and the Young Bucks. Anymore. Oh, wow. We have not mentioned his name on this show since then. I don't know <laughs> what his track record is. I don't pay attention yeah. to what's said in the Jim Cornette experience. No. I don't pay attention to Jim Cornette. No, not really. Therefore, no. I don't pay attention to Brian Last. Yeah, right. Uh, so saying that, I don't know what to make of this. I don't know if there's any truth to it. I don't know if there's a great assault situation. I don't know. It's something that's just, I, it might be worth talking about. Well, it, look, it, it could be. Yeah, no, because here, here's the thing. This is the thing. One thing we like to do at Going In Raw is whether is 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 regardless of in in most in some cases, sometimes certain news items will pop up that will, uh, 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 you know, sort of take over the wrestling news zeitgeist, if you will. And everybody starts talking about it. And then it goes from like, you know, uh, our friendos over at WrestleTalk talking about this. And some people might construe this as, oh, did you hear WrestleTalk talking about this? Apparently people in AEW don't like Cody Rhodes, even though maybe that's not exactly what WrestleTalk said. Maybe they're saying the same thing we're saying. Some guy on Cornette's podcast said this. And it's not like this guy is uh, 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 giving news on a bunch of other stuff. Last time we heard his name, he was talking about Cody Rhodes not being liked. And here he is again talking about Cody Rhodes not being liked. And so it's good to talk about where these things are coming from. There are some sources we just will not give any shine to whatsoever because it's just Mm -hmm. full of, you know, either full of shit or it's a toxic source or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes this stuff just sort of fills the zeitgeist and we have to and we talk about it. And then mm-hmm. and we talk about what to make of it. It's sort of what we do. Um, so, There's the other aspect yeah, of it to to it as well. And and this is probably reading way too much into it, but I'll bring it up because it's, it's it's about Cody's story where it's mm-hmm. very meta. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he's having people leak word that no one likes him backstage. Yeah. But if we heard that he was having people leak word that no one likes him backstage, I would not be surprised by it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised given his the, the promo was weird. Uh, it's it's all it was it was strange all over the map. Um, you have to wonder. Look, AEW is a big company. It's entirely possible, and you and I have said this many, many times. Whenever that, whenever there's a report of anybody having backstage heat, you look at a couple things. You look at uh, the you know the the journalist or the source or the outlet or whatever that's reporting it. And what their track record is like. And sometimes you can sense a certain pattern that the agendas start to come through a little bit. Whenever you see, for example, anybody, and this is not to disparage people who do this because they make their own decisions. But when you see people reporting on the fast nationals for SmackDown and Rampage, and you notice that when these are reported, they tend to be leaked out. Whenever it looks better for SmackDown and looks worse for Rampage and the weeks that they're very uh, uh, conspicuously not reported are weeks that Rampage does better. This is a thing you can actually look at it. Well, it's obvious that somebody has an agenda and wants SmackDown to look better than Rampage. Or look better in terms of, you know, obviously SmackDown does better than Rampage, but there are a couple weeks that Rampage really tanked in the ratings. Mm Mm-hmm. So you can kind of get patterns and, and, and look at who's reporting what. Everybody in wrestling will have some sort of an agenda. Sometimes they're uh, very, you know, uh, they're, they're conducive to uh, positive relationships behind the scenes. Sometimes not so much. And maybe to give Brian Last the benefit of the doubt maybe he does know somebody in AEW. Maybe he does know people in AEW. Maybe some of those people. Don't like Cody for whatever reason. Doesn't mean the entire company. Doesn't mean it's this is the exactly. Bucks. Doesn't mean this is Kenny. Doesn't mean this is anybody of any importance. Could just mean there's some people backstage. Maybe it is Kenny and the Bucks. We don't know. But we're, we you can't say decisively, oh, people don't like Cody backstage. Well, you know, I some of our viewers might not like me. Doesn't mean they all don't like me. I hope not. Anyways, <laughs> maybe Larson doesn't like me. I don't know. Um, it's always a possibility. So I don't What's know. That? That's that's sort of that's sort of my take on it. Like, yeah, it's a big company. I'm sure yeah. he's not loved by everybody, but that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean 
that he's universally loathed either. Yeah. I mean, especially yeah. with the kind of thing he's doing right now, it's very strange. And it's like when he says things like when he's out there cutting his promo and he says, uh, uh, I'm going to sign the contract. It might not be the contract I was expecting. Maybe there's an element of truth to that. Maybe because it seems like Tony Khan has become sort of the guy uh, of creative there. Maybe the contracts for the EVPs are going to be altered. We don't know. We, we don't have know. no idea. Maybe they're going to be the exact same. We, we don't, don't know. know. But that's sort of what the Cody thing, I think that's sort of what he's doing, is that he's trying to play a little bit the meta thing with reality totally, and, and that totally, kind of totally. stuff, but trying to do it in a way that's maybe, in his mind, a little bit more clever. Now, whether or not he's executing it properly, that's up to the viewer to determine. Yes, you know? it is. Because, yeah, I mean, he, he's throwing a lot of stuff at the wall to see if it sticks. And that's mm-hmm. why I said if it's a situation where I don't necessarily think the situation where he's trying to get stuff leaked out that he's just, he's not like backstage. Mm-hmm. But if it came out down the line, that was the case. Again, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think it's the case. If it turns out to be the case, I wouldn't find it shocking. I mean, and it wouldn't be the first time this happened in pro wrestling either. Nope. I mean, the, nope. you know, the dirt sheets have been used and currently are used by many with agendas in pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. That's sort of one that's hey, we don't have sources. I'm pretty happy about that because like, I don't know. I just. When, when, for example, you hear about, especially now there seemed to have been a pattern. I'm kind of surprised we didn't hear this about. We haven't heard this about Mustafa Ali, right? WWE wrestlers were difficult to work with. You know, we heard it about Keith Lee. We heard about Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Well, guess who is, you know, leaking this stuff? Guess who's saying it's stuff with an agenda. It's people with an agenda that want that info to get out there. You know, and then exactly. it's up to the journalists, to the reporters, to the dirt sheets to say, OK, do I report this? Do I talk about this without getting the other side, without having access mm-hmm. to the other side? Mm-hmm. Is Keith Lee going to mm-hmm. say anything if I ask him about this to get the whole picture? Um, that's up to them to do that. And it's up to the reader to, to you know, put stock in it or not. Yep. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's I'll, I will say this, Cody, with whatever this thing is, he's doing. For my eyes, he's at least making things interesting in that I'm not bored when he's on the screen. I'm curious to know where he's going with this and what he's doing. I'm not always like, you know, as much as I like to joke, I'm not always like, oh, wow, this is compelling stuff. Sometimes yeah. I'm just left confused. Yes. Um, that being said, he's totally winning tonight against Sammy Guevara in that ladder. Match. Good chance that's happening. Good yeah. chance that's happening. Yes. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A uh, good chance we had thought for a while that would be maybe being up for sale. Uh, however, Nick Khan was recently interviewed by Sports Business Journal and commented on the possibility of Vince McMahon selling WB. This is uh, what Sports Business Journal had to say. Quote, Khan said the company 
has taken some inbound calls from companies looking to buy, but he stressed that WB is not in active conversations trying to sell the company, is not actively looking to sell. Uh, keep in mind, Freddie Prince Jr. mentioned on his podcast earlier this year that WB had inquired with Fox mm-hmm. about purchasing the company. Yeah, that was so apparently that had preceded Nick Khan's entry mm-hmm. into arrival, the WWE, yes. arrival yes. of the WWE. And uh, and I, I I do believe, contrary to, and I know Bruce Pritchard is right there. Maybe he should be believed more than Steve. I don't know. But I know. Again, agendas, Steve. Agendas. <laughs> yeah, you really got to look at agendas here. When I look at the moves from an outsider's perspective, when I look at them bringing on Nick Khan, who is also in this, there's a lot of good quotes in this uh, Sports Business Journal interview. It's, it's, it's something else, yeah. It's it's a lot of Nick Khan putting himself over because like it really he says, is, yeah. He says, yeah. I believe it was like something like WWE wants to, they wanted to come and sit at the adults table in the media landscape and many didn't see them there. And so they brought on executives, me, to Nick Khan, uh, to get them there, essentially. Yeah. And yeah. so he's just sort of putting himself over. Um, but I, I think there is some, I think that what he's saying, I think there's some validity to that. You know, he's oh, a very yeah. slick uh, executive guy. I mean, because here's the thing. Nothing in this quote says they would not sell the company. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is all, he's he's he's, he's watching what he's saying here. Mm-hmm. Nothing here says, nothing here says they will not sell. Nothing in here says they are, they are not for sale. Just like it doesn't say they are for sale. He, yeah. He, and he's not he's also he wouldn't say if they approached people saying, you know, hey, we want to sell the company. They did this. My my theory is this. They tried it with Fox. Fox is like, yeah, we'll buy it for like, I don't know, four billion dollars with whatever their market cap is. Probably four yeah, billion yeah, yeah. at the time. Yeah, they right? probably wanted twice that. They probably wanted eight or ten or something stupid. Right. And they're like, no, but we'll license your shit for a billion. Right. We'll give yeah, you a bill yeah. for your stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then they, they went back and they're like, oh, how do we sell for 10? Well, we got to get on some like n- real people who know how to like package us. So that's when Nick Khan came along. You started hearing stuff like we're like Marvel. We're content creators. We're yeah. a real production house. Sleep is our competition. Sleep is our competition, not AEW. And then you get these big releases. You see them like trimming their their budgets mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And they're doing all the stuff it takes for them to be seen as, you know, a real uh, a treasure trove of IP, of content, so that an NBC Universal, uh, whoever else, Fox, Fox, Disney, Di- yeah, Disney, Amazon, Sony, whoever I don't that know. wants to pony up the price tag they associate with their promotion, $8 billion, whatever they want. Right. Yeah. You know, if they make the 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 their their balance sheet, mm-hmm. yeah, look attractive enough, right? Someone might bite. Yeah, someone might bite. Yeah, because they don't know what the and I think I think they're going to try to get that done by the next TV deal, because that's what they did the last time, evidently. According, and I believe, hey, say what you will, I believe this Freddie Prince Jr. But you know, sometimes when it's like Pat McAfee on SmackDown. If somebody doesn't have any, all he wants to do is have fun over there. He doesn't care if he loses his job or not. Mm-hmm, Freddie Prince mm-hmm. Jr. just has a podcast when he d- talks about some dude that you know was talking about. Yeah, WWE want to buy five. Freddie Prince Jr. doesn't care whether or not you know he's divulging information or not. He no, has no, no agenda. I wouldn't think no. anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So I mean, yeah, Freddie Prince he Jr. Would... He's still making that uh, rom com uh, uh, like mid aughts money, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's Late making 90s. those royalties. I'm sure. Still okay. getting those royalties, I'm sure. Was he in Speaking of royalties, Steve. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I had a good segue there. Speaking of royalties, we got the Royal Rumble this weekend. I had a Freddie now, Prince Jr. question loaded up, man. There, sorry, go ahead. I go back to the segue. No, it's over now. You you had a good segue. Go ahead. All right. So we've all been waiting for Veer to come, right? I want to see the, I want to see Veer come so bad. I have <laughs> yeah. never wanted to see a man come as much as I want to see Veer come exactly, to the WWE. Exactly. And we've been getting vignettes. For months now, that Veer is in fact coming, but he's yet to come. Yeah. Right? He Am hasn't come this? yet. Yeah, he hasn't come yet. And if PW Insider is to be believed, he won't come at all during Saturday's Royal Rumble. He's not going to come? He's not coming at the Rumble, Steve. Oh, So that's man. what PW Insider had to say. Quote, after speaking to several sources of WB Creative, we are told as of today, there are zero plans for Veer in the Rumble unless 
There's a last second change. He's not currently even planned to appear on the show, much less the Rumble match. Veer is not coming to the Rumble. He's not going to come at the Rumble. What a bummer. Let's get this guy on TV. Let's 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 see Veer come for once. So when when did the first uh, vignette air for October uh, uh, Veer is coming? October 25th or there around there. So three months for three months. Yeah, he's been. Yeah, this that. is like sting levels of coming here. Not mm-hmm. the wrestler, the tant, you know, the, the freaking. Yeah, yeah, star. yeah. The musician. He's yes. all into. Yeah. Look up. Look up sting and tantric sex. <laughs> yeah. I believe in the, the behind the music episode on sting or some VH1. They talked they talk about his, that there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He, his wife talked about it. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. His wife talked about it. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. I mean, apparently it's like an all day thing. <laughs> Holy, that's too much. <laughs> I got stuff. I got stuff to do, man. You sound like a, you sound like uh, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much. It's too much. A whole day. Other things I got to do. You know, some. You know, how many things there are to do in a day. We got the Kip Up now. We've got Friendo Club yeah. TV channel going on now. Yeah. Can't spend all day like Veer coming. So, like, what? Do they have nothing for this guy? They got nothing. Is that why he's not coming? They got nothing for him, dude. They got Then why are they running this vignette? These vignettes. It's a joke to them. You know, man, here's the thing. Yeah, I know. You want to be taken seriously. You want to be taken seriously. Stop this asinine wasting of my time. You know, like what the hell? It ain't. Well, it is funny, but it's, it's not supposed to be. It's not. You're not. This isn't the kind of programming. If you're sitting at the adults table, man, I don't, speaking of that, let me ask you this. Do you think people in creative are laughing about these various coming vignettes yes! the same way we are? Yes. Of course they are. Hell, probably Vince's. Vince probably thinks it's <laughs> hilarious because of the, the obvious juvenile humor involved. I personally hope that he's coming for a long time because it's hilarious to me. But still, it's like. Man, they wouldn't do this shit with the Mandalorian. They wouldn't be like, oh, the Mandalorian is coming. And like it's three months later and he still hasn't come. I don't think the Mandalorian's allowed <laughs> to have sex, though. He can't take off that helmet. Or maybe he can. He just has to keep the helmet on. You know what's weird? Have you watched any of the Boba Fett show yet? No, not everybody says it's shit. Well, he, like he's he's Mandalorian. He's, you know, he's got the Mandalorian gear on. Is he banging? No, he has his helmet off all the goddamn time in that show. Oh, what? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I'm like, I thought that that was like the Mandalorian rules. You don't take the you don't take the helmet off. What's up with those kids on the those the, the Rainbow Crew? Like, there's like a bunch of kids on silly bikes or something like that. It's like one of the episodes was like outraged because all of a sudden there's a bunch of like weird teenagers wearing like. Bright oh, colors. I've only watched the first two episodes and I've yet to really get into it. So. Yeah. Yeah. After I get caught up on Ozark or this new season, maybe I'll get back to that. Well, a lot of people here are sticking up for uh for Boba Fett here in the chat. I don't know, man. Right. Everybody I've talked to has been like, yeah, it's kind of crap. <laughs> Somebody in our chat named Fat Sausage Doggo says the helmet stays on, girl. This is the way. Oh, my goodness. You know, it'd be pretty cool, though, if, if Veer did have an appearance in the Rumble. I think that'd be great if he if he if you finally. If he finally uh, came, I think it'd be awesome. During awesome. The I feel bad for the dude. I feel bad for the guy. I know because I mean, at this, this rate, a, it's, a, yeah. it's, it's like a thing where he's going to show up and it's just, and they're not going to have anything for him. Yeah. At this rate, the other dude, uh, so his name was Sarov, I think. Yeah. Now he's with Waller. He's going to lap Veer. He's going to show up on Main before Veer does. Seems to be the case. That'd be rad as if the Mandalorian showed up at the Rumble. That would be pretty surprising. Yeah, you you got to figure if he's Mando's going to be and he's going to win it. You think so? Yeah, right. He gets thrown over and he just the main event. he gets chucked over, but then he just turns on his jetpack. <laughs> this is the way. Yeah, yeah. Or he before he eliminates the last person, he has to say, "This is the way." Yeah, or he gets Grogu just to <laughs> toss. Yeah, him exactly. Out. I mean, That'd it be seems cool. Like he would be a shoe in for a victory if he were in it. Yeah, man. Uh, let's talk before we get to NXT. Let's do our preview of uh, tonight. Oh, you want to do that first? Beach. Okay. Yeah, might as well because once we get into the NXT preview, it's all or NXT review. It's all just. <laughs> Is that uh, so? There's four matches announced tonight. Uh, you got Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy, lights out match. So it's unsanctioned. So if you lose, I'm kind of against your record. Is that is that I, I'm I'm actually kind of been thinking about that. I think I'm sort of leaning towards Orange Cassidy at this point. All right, it's gonna All be right. like low confidence points. So, like, if it was no disrespect to Orange Cassidy, he's he's a regular player in AEW, fans like him. 
it, it just always seems like he's gotten to push to a point. Yeah, right. And I feel like being the person to hand Adam Cole his first loss, I know it doesn't count against the records, but and and in in terms of public perception, that would be Adam Cole's first loss. Yeah. I just don't know if Orange Cassidy is at the level within the AEW universe to be that guy. He beat Jericho like several times. And yeah, I, but Jericho isn't a at that point, Jericho is already champ. Whatever. That whole point of that feud was to get Orange Cassidy over. Yeah. I don't think Adam Cole is an AEW to help get Orange Cassidy over. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm feeling like Adam Cole is probably gonna win. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. That should be a stellar match. We're going to do that one on the beach. Uh, and then Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara, ladder, ladder match, match for the yeah. TNT title. Uh, unless there's some really weird wonky shit going on here, which it's a ladder match. I don't know how they're going to do that. Uh, Cody on the beach. Cody's going to win this one. That'd be rad if this one was on the beach too. Should be all on the beach. They should all be on the beach. I was joking, the by the way. That none of this beaches of Lake Erie. Yeah. It'd be about ten degrees out there. <laughs> yeah, Cody's totally winning this one. Uh, Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz versus Two and Daniel Garcia. This one's kind of up in the air too, because Santana Ortiz uh, might turn on Jericho. Yeah, they should. Hey, they you, need to go do their own thing. You want to, um, this might be unpopular. Unpopular opinion coming in right now. All right. Why'd they put 2.0 with Daniel Garcia? You have, a, you, you have a kid named Red Death, right? That's his thing. He's just he's like a he's like a 23-year-old Suzuki. That's I think his goal is to be like Suzuki yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. And he put him on there with two I love 2.0. They're great. Weird fit though, isn't it? You know, whatever it was just a thing where they kind of came in around the same time. Mm -hmm. And what did Kyle O'Reilly say? If you go play if you want to go places in AEW, you gotta join a faction. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they walked through the door roughly the same time, and they saw each other. It's like, let's be friends. We should do a little bootleg comic book where we, like, you know, motivate some of these pairings here. Oh, like, a, like a, a boom studio for, for AEW, huh? Yeah, but it just does. <laughs> With no authorization whatsoever. We call, we call it boom studios, huh? Well, no, hey, listen, Budge Studios. Budge Studios. Yeah, there we go. that's good. There we go. Uh, and then, um, and then, uh, then uh, Red Velvet versus Red Velvet, sorry, versus Layla Hirsch. Lock, Layla Hirsch. You'd think Layla Lock. Hirsch should probably win that. Oh yeah, unless Statlander costs Layla the match. Hey, by the way, on must see matches of the week, put uh, Penta Pentagon versus. Uh, oh, Wheeler Yuta. I heard that was really good. Good match, solid match on Dark last night. Yeah, it's free on the. Yeah, I heard really good things about it. And uh, of course, you get all that great Taz commentary as well. I just like to. I just like to announce that I watched Dark for once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a you real. Want people, wrestling you want everybody fan. to know. I know you want everybody yeah. to know. I watched Dark. I watched Dark. Everybody, I'm a real fan of wrestling. Uh, anyways, yeah, I thought NXT 2.0 was pretty decent last night, man. I'll be honest with you. I usually dog this show, but I thought that in terms of like what I saw, I thought a lot of it was really entertaining. There was a lot of wrestling for one thing. And what did I tell you, man? What's the recipe for quality wrestling television? You have. Words to motivate matches, and you let the matches speak for themselves. Yeah, dude. Far too often of late, NXT has followed the Raw playbook where you have like 75% talking, 25% wrestling, and most of that 25% wrestling is in one really good main event. Mm -hmm. Show started with a really good match. Yeah, dude. That opening tag bout was really good. Yeah, it was. Something that unexpected happened last night. Something that I was, I, I was somewhat surprised, but uh, I hope it doesn't... Uh, Spell like unfortunate tidings for those involved. So, oh, Idris and Ofe wanting to take on both uh, Gigi Dolan and uh, Lacey Lane. No, I was talking about Tommaso Champa. JC Jane. <laughs> Tommaso Champa and Pete Dunne. Of course, they had just oh, been doing. Oh no, a, they're ma back. They're back in NXT, man. They they had they had some uh, dark matches. Uh, I think they each had a main event match, not in the main event on the show main event. Yeah. And now they're seeing they're back in NXT. Mm -hmm. Pete Dunn. They had the perfect way to write him off. He was show. done. He was done. He was done. He lost Tony D'Angelo. Tony literally had a memorial service for him. Yeah. Pete Dunn never had to return to NXT. No. Nope. That he was written off the show. Yep. And this week he's back. Yeah. Tommaso Ciampa lost the title. Felt like gone. Now he's back. And then you worry it's a situation like we saw with Bronze De Reed, where he had main event match. He had dark matches. Was told they went great. And then he never got the call up. Yep. He got released. Yeah. Um, 
And, you know, obviously we don't want that to happen to anybody. We don't want Ciampa or Dunn to get released. Um, but it just makes you think, especially those two guys. Mm-hmm. They're like some two of the best wrestlers on the entire planet. Yep. And if if main roster has nothing for them, seemingly, maybe, maybe we're jumping the gun here. Maybe they'll be in the Rumble and they'll be fine. They just thought, well, well especially with Pete Dunn. Well, we wrote him off, but we can have Tony D'Angelo beat him again mm-hmm. before he gets the call-up, which doesn't make any sense. No. Um, you know, it's, I guess it's always a possibility, but you see that happen where you have multiple, essentially, tryout matches for main roster, and then they come back to NXT. Mm-hmm. Well, is there no place for him on the main roster? I mean, honestly, it certainly seems that way. Um yeah, I was I was very disappointed. You know, it's funny because I tuned out uh, at the end of the main event. I actually tuned out before they showed the parking lot bit, so I saw Pete Dunn, you know, there, and I was like, I was like, oh shit, that doesn't bode well for him. And then like I turned it off, and then I saw on social, I watched. I was like, oh crap, Champa two. Um, it's it's. It, do you, you, I feel like it's Saturday or so 22 if I'm if my math is correct 22 participants for the rumble have been announced on the men's side of things um and there's still eight spots I expect I expect Kane to probably be one of them because Kane is always in the rumble mm-hmm. Braun Strowman might show up Brock is mm-hmm. probably gonna be and he might win the mm-hmm. damn thing mm-hmm. um but also um uh, la Knight and Roderick Strong were both mm-hmm. uh, both had matches on main event this week. Well, then in fact they both had a dot com exclusive. They were they were there segments. too, and I at least with L A Knight in terms of what we think we know about what they want for main roster, L A Knight is sort of the most main roster ish guy I would think. Um, but man, I don't know. I I I I, I look at I look at Champ and I look at Dunn and. As much as I want to see those guys on Raw or SmackDown, I think they'd make the shows way better. I can see why Vince slash Bruce, whoever, wouldn't want them to be there and, and, and look at their main event matches and be like, ah, they're work rate guys. We don't need that here on on main roster. We need guys, and Champ is a, Champ is a world-class promo guy. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe Vince looks at him and says he's thirty-five. He looks forty-five, which I think is cool. You know, I yeah, like, know. oh, this grizzled old dude, he looks great. Yeah, I think it's great. I just don't. I, I could see if that's not the case. I mean, they passed on on Bronson Reed. I don't know what they even wanted over there anymore. To be yeah, honest, yeah, I don't know you. either. I don't know either. I don't but know. Uh, I, I don't but know yeah. if you're not six four or two sixty with a, a, a massive personality. They just not want you on I, the main roster yeah. nowadays. I get the feeling. I get the feeling that if we don't see them on Saturday, that's kind of it. Like I, you know, you would mention this, and and you know, we don't like obviously for you know because it's 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 a touchy subject to talk about potential releases, but they do have that February call coming up, and mm-hmm. that's typically like over the past couple com- uh, uh, earnings cycles yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. that's they've been releasing people then and we saw this happen with bronson reed the only reason we bring it up is because we've seen it happen before bronson reed had his main event uh match uh he says it went great but then he didn't get called up and then he gets he ends up getting released um i hope maybe because you know dave Meltzer had mentioned uh just recently that wwe really likes uh uh, michaels hbk Mm -hmm. what he's doing there at nxt Mm-hmm. Maybe they're letting him say, hey, you know what? If you guys don't want a main roster, I can do a lot more with them here. And maybe they'll stay in NXT and, and help to continue to build that brand. Um, I don't know, but it seems like they've had their their matches on main event. And if they were going to be at the Rumble, they wouldn't be on NXT last mm-hmm. night. That, I mean, mm-hmm. that's just what I would have figured. But I don't know. They, they do they do things weird over at WWE. Well, especially Pete Dunne. That, mm-hmm. for me, was was the huge head scratcher because I, I guess in a sense you have Champa drop the belt to Braun. Braun has his moment. Now he's going to tag with Braun against Legato. You could have your official passing of the torch thing there. You know, you can still Man. have Champa in the rumble. Yeah. You could have him and, and Braun beat Legato. Champa raises his arm, does the point to him and, and, you know, bids farewell. I mean, 
He had that Instagram post. I know. They did the whole, he said bye to him. He said to his dad. That felt like such a pass. It felt like closure. I know. I know it did. did. It did. But maybe they, again, I'm just trying to find something positive in terms of their, their, their continued success and upward mobility within WWE. Mm -hmm. So if they want to have that extra little punctuation for his time in NXT, all right, I can make sense of that. The Pete Dunn one makes no sense. Yeah. None yeah. in terms of him moving up. None. Yeah. He was written off. He, he was, was written, written off completely. Written yeah. off completely. Yeah. Yeah. And he's and, back. And when I see one, I, I see the other. You know, I, I really do. So we'll see on Saturday if they show up on Saturday. Maybe hey, maybe it's the kind of thing where they're like, hey, we're not sure, but we're willing to see what the crowd thinks when if if you show up at the rumble. Um I, I just I don't know. I yeah, mean, I don't know it's 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 still remarkable to me. You can have a guy even like Veer, who's got a great story. He's got like a great backstory with the baseball stuff. Like the limited stuff I've seen of him in the ring, he's he's really he's really dynamic. He's explosive. He's, he's got, got a lot of fun to watch a good, in the ring. He's got a good presence. Yeah. Um. I don't. I I don't know how you're in WWE and you just can't come up with something. You know, that's what's weird to me is like you can give me anything, and it might not be good, but it's like yeah, we'll come up with something for him. See if it works. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. to have nothing for people, that's just weird. Especially when you have so much time on Mondays. You have so much time on Raw. And so much of it is devoted to like filler and recaps. Yep. Rematches and 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 silliness. And 50 minutes promos that really need to be 40. That could be 45 seconds, you know? Yeah. It's weird to me. They would ever, they would ever never have something for people. I know. Um, I know. But yeah, no, I thought there was a lot of good wrestling on the show last night. Um before we get into the, the the breakdown of the show, let's talk about this course last week. Huge news is that they gave Walter a new name. Oh, yeah. He mustered up like the barest of explanation for it. It was, essentially, like, an, it was like an attempt at an explanation. Essentially, Walter was the name of, if I'm getting this right, the name of his grandfather. His grandfather was the one to introduce him to pro wrestling. But now, after he's built a huge brand for himself all yeah. over the world using this name, yeah. now... Now is a time for a fresh start to 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 make a name on his own two feet. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he said he changed the name. Only in pro wrestling do you build a brand that is global in in stature, that is feared in every corner of professional wrestling. Only in pro wrestling, only in the WWE do you do you, you say this on TV. I've built this name. The name my parents gave me. They named me after my grandfather. The man who showed me what wrestling is to respect wrestling. I'm going to get a new name now. He didn't even yeah. explain why he was getting this new identity. They're not renaming Imperium. They're not renaming Marcel Bartel or Fabian Eichner. But Walter says, this is my name. It has it's it's in my blood. It's in my family. This is what I'm known by. This is what I crafted my legacy by. I'm gonna be Gunther now. Pretty much what it was. <laughs> there was no explanation. None. We're gonna move forward. To do so, I need a new identity. Why? Why? It's weird. It was just yeah. it was it was just it was acknowledgement that it happened. And like a really weird attempt at an explanation that accomplished nothing. Yeah, that answered none of the questions. Yeah. Like, where did you get Gunther from? Why? It's just the it's the weirdest thing. You know, Hershey's chocolate has spent decades building this reputation for the finest in chocolate stuff. Yeah. Now we're gonna go ahead and change our name. <laughs> now we're Top Chocolate. <laughs> Because we want to be the best. <laughs> or top chocolate. Like, I understand it. Even uh, even Subway didn't change their name when, when that Jared shit went downhill. You know, you persevere, you go through. Walter has, he had the pinnacle of names. Walter. Everybody knew Walter. Yeah. Mm. Like, we, we joked about the pre-show. Like, say you're new to NXT. You're looking at the breakdown. I got a match against... Gunther. Who's Gunther? You go to cage match. You look up Gunther. This guy's 0 and 0. Oh, this is easy pickings. Breeze. Easy pickings. Who's this noob? You walk in the ring and you see you see you see this guy. You're like, hey, this guy looks familiar. It's Walter. Minus Holy shit. Fit, this is, minus 20 pounds. This is, this is Walter. Oh no. 
Is there a mix-up? I was supposed to face Gunther. <laughs> Where's Gunther? This is obviously Walter. I don't know. He's Walter. <laughs> I want Gunther. Who's Gunther? Is he one of Chase, yeah, uh, Andre Chase's students? Is that Gunther? Where's Gunther? Yeah, bring Gunther and I'll face him. Is this that is Brody, obviously Brody's Walter. friend? Yeah, the chop, you, you lose, you know? Like God slap. <laughs> yeah, God slap. <laughs> Shout out to Zondo in our chat for dubbing him God slap. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's mind-boggling. It's confusing. It's one of those decisions that WWE does. You just ask yourself why. Yeah. And you just kind of have to roll with it because... It's just the way things are. You know what's great, though, is that because we've always heard that Walter is, you know, Walter wants to do things on his terms. That's why it took him forever to sign with WWE and come to blah, blah, blah. Come to the States and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I wonder if they're like, okay, cut a promo where you explain, you know, the, the name change. And he's like, fuck you. I'm going to say why Walter means so much to me. And then I'm just going to say I'm Gunther. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, I'll do whatever, you know. Anyways, uh, I thought the opening match was great. I thought that oh, was fantastic. The, the cheesy bit that opened the actual show made MSK look like after-school special kids. They were like, you know, oh, tonight's the night. We debuted last year and won it. Now with Riddle as our shaman, nothing's going to stop us. We're destined to win this thing. And one guy says, oh, unless we screw it up, we're not going to do that, which means they're totally going to do it somehow. I'm yeah. pulling for Idris Inofe and uh, and Malik Blade at this point. Oh, especially after that video package with them last night. The horny dudes. Yeah, they're great yeah. now. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that bit where uh, Inofe was was talking about wanting to go on a date with, with Gigi and JC and it was yeah. flexing his pecs. That was that was pretty funny. The close-up on the pecs killed me. I was, that was pretty dying. Funny. And Malik says, where's your shirt? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. That was awesome. I want them to win. This MSK stuff. I, I, MSK are terrific in the ring. And in their bits, they're really good. This opening was the che- I was like, oh, this is immediately it was, cringy. It was pretty cringy, yeah. especially if that's that's how you open the show. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna do this. I'm like, this feels like I don't know, like a high school just, play. Just don't open the show with cringe, you know? Yeah, right. That's all I ask. It, it was on the thing too. It was, it was completely unnecessary. Yeah. Just have kick off with the match. Yeah, I Let's do appreciate that NXT is all about the horny these days, though, isn't it? You had like uh, last week we had a uh, uh, what's his face popping a boner in front of uh, Caden Carter. Oh yeah, 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 uh, Jensen, yeah, Jensen Stratton, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I like you," and then uh, and what's his face is like, "Bro, put that thing." Yeah, away. Briggs, Briggs, less is more. Yeah, that's yeah. What he, said. <laughs> he said, "Put your boner away, bro." <laughs> and then this week, uh, Idris Enofe is like two for one deal. Uh, anyways, this is a terrific match. MSK versus Jacket Time. Uh, Jiro. So, uh, oh, this is a great finish, too. Freaking yeah, Kushida had, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Carter. Carter in like the hoverboard lock, like standing up. So <laughs> Lee tags in and he hits his finish, the, the blockbuster thing. Yeah, it was great. That it was, was rad. Cool. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, it was really, it was really creative, clever finish. That was good. Yeah. So MSK advanced. They will be taking on a uh, uh, blade in an next round, I believe. So given that MSK in the opener talked about not screwing it up, I feel, and that's how Idris and uh, Malik have won by other teams screwing up. I'd, I'd put confidence. I'd put confidence points. I put channel points on Idris and the. It's, and Malik it's, Blade, it's huh? probably going to end up if it's if it ends up being Idris and Malik Blade versus the Creed brothers in the finals, wouldn't surprise me. It's two 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 point oh teams. Mm-hmm. That would mm-hmm. not surprise me. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had EO and Zoe backstage. Uh, Zoe's talking about how she made her debut in the Dusty Cup last year. She says, "I may be I'm rehabbing a lot, but I won't be ready for this year's tournament." So EO, you have to find a new partner. Neo says, I don't want to do partner. And Zoe's like, oh, it's because you like me now. And Neo says, no, but before she can elaborate, uh, Tiffany uh, comes in and says, EO, you have plenty of time to find a new partner after I beat you tonight. Yeah. After that, we had these things are kind of cheesy, too. I wish Cameron Grimes would go back to being a scumbag because uh, it just doesn't work. He says, uh, uh, can't, yeah, Cameron Grimes, he's got boys of his own. Ben, Benji, and a whole lot of Franks. He's got dollar he's bills. Got he's got hundred dollar bills. bills with yeah. Him. yeah, he says they're not talking about their boys. We're here to talk about who's better, who's the better man. No one's tougher than him, and he's on his way to taking the North American title off 
mellow. Speaking of, of course, which, he, has a, he has a he had a match with uh, Tony D'Angelo. He referenced Tony D'Angelo talking about his boys yeah. last week. He names them off like the I think Cameron says the hat, the stick. Oh yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. other yeah, names. The brick, yeah. Yeah, so uh, like that. So Malik instead of stick. I wasn't really paying that close attention. Sorry. Oh, maybe it was stick. I was paying not a lot of attention. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I paid attention to this though. Carmelo and Trick show up at the at the performance center with Ollie J. In the words of Jr., holy shit. Uh, after that, we had a Santos Escobar promo. Uh, where uh, this was this was great. This was great because Braun Breaker is awesome now in my eyes because he said shut up in Spanish and completely in that moment decimated Santos Escobar. Yeah, he did. He did. So, so uh, yeah, Santos comes out. It's like, hey, uh, ever since you've been in NXT, every superstar has said the same thing. They mocked your family. They mocked your father, your uncle, your family's poor math skills. But when the joke's done, everybody tells you how special you are. Mm-hmm. But then you come out and you have the nerve to say you're a huge star. And uh, and uh, Santa says, I'm not cool with that. We may come from similar upbringings, which is why you don't impress me and you don't intimidate me. Truth is, I don't like you. I despise you. I despise how fast you got here and how you've been given all these opportunities and that you won the NXT title before me. And that's when Braun comes down. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Braun comes down. He says, let's get to it. I think you're great, but you're insecure. You need him. You need him. And you need her to win. He says, we did have similar upbringings, though. My family taught me to handle, and that's, and when he mentions family, he says, my family taught me to handle my business head on. Your family's taught you. And Santos said, don't talk about my family. And Braun said, Kayate. <laughs> and Santos looked like he had his soul removed from yeah. his body. Yeah. Oh, it was an awesome moment for Braun Breaker. I thought Braun was really good in this promo here. He was, he was. Uh, he says, issue the challenge. I'll accept it. It's that simple. Santos says, you got a big target on your back, young champion, and you're all alone. He says, but things are done on my time. He says, when I'm ready, you'll know it. Santos and Electra leave. Uh, Joaquin Wild, Raul Mendoza try to attack Braun. He's able, obviously, to get the upper hand on them pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a Boa and Solo Sokoa video package that we had their match. Falls kind of anywhere. This was a lot of fun. Oh, this was a blast. Yeah, uh, Went backstage. They they beat the heck up out of that uh, garage door back there. That thing was dented in. Oh, that part where Bo was trying to like, oh, I'm like, bro, that's not going to work because it's yeah, all dented to hell dent. now. <laughs> a massive dent yeah. in there. Yeah. So uh, they eventually fight their way back into the arena. And earlier in the match, Bo had set up a, a table near the commentary table. And so they're brawling near the announce table. Solo hits a Samoa drop on the announce table, puts Bo on the table that was set up ringside. Hits a splash off the top to get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really fun match. Again, like they gave all these matches, especially for the first half of the show, a lot of time. Yeah, it was uh, it was really cool. Um, after that, this this is hilarious because Duke Hudson comes out, and of course he's got. Uh, uh, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Then we had the, the then we had that, that's when we had the but Imperium we, stuff. We had the Wolf yeah, we already, we already talked, talked about, about that. that. Yeah. Uh, so then Duke Hudson comes out and he's going to fight Guru Raj. Duke Hudson's still, he's got the new attitude. He still has the Duke's poker room gimmick, which lasted all of one feud. He had the Tron for the Duke's poker room thing. Just change that to some generic lettering. He ain't going to be the poker room guy. That's obvious. So just change it. You're on USA. You're on cable television. You got to change it. Remember when Bianca, didn't Bianca come out of like a WrestleMania and her Tron? It was WrestleMania. It said the EST of NXT. Like, what? It's been the main roster for a long time. Anyway, sometimes yeah, they, they do shit like that. that. They got to update that. Yeah, I know. Uh, so uh, Duke ends up winning pretty quickly. He's got the new attitude, so he's extra aggressive. I like this Duke Hudson, to be honest with you. Um, oh, that, that finish he did was like a, a Razor's Edge powerbomb type deal. It was great. Oh, it was pretty cool. So the Dante Chen shows up on the ramp. He says, I'm going to give you the respect you didn't give me last week. I'm letting you know I'm right here before I attack you. So he comes running down. Uh, uh, him and Duke brawl for a bit. The refs separate them out. Duke breaks free to get a chop block in on uh, Chen's knee. Yeah, the one that he had surgically repaired. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Persia and Indy, Indy, sorry, Indy interview. Uh, mm-hmm. Persia's like, hey, I like Duke's new aggressive attitude and his new short hair. And Indy's like, you need to focus. And Persia says, all right, Mrs. Loomis. Yeah, right. Says, but really, I am focused. And all jokes aside, uh, Indy, you've been training a bunch recently. 
And we're one step closer when those tag titles, Kaylee Ray steps in. She's talking about how Mandy represents like the opposite of what the title Ashley represents mm-hmm. and says tonight, we all stake our claims for going after those respective titles, her and the woman's title, Indy and Persia for the, the tag titles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had an interview uh, with Legato and uh, Raul is wondering, Hey, he's like, Hey, what's going on with this? Wild says Breaker needs to find out what happens when he disrespect him. And Santos says, you know what? Braun just made a terrible mistake. Raul and Wild are going to get a piece of Braun dos contra uno. And uh, he says, unless Braun can find a friend, he says it's safe to say Braun's growing pains are going to continue. Yep. Uh, then we had Toxic Attraction versus Kaylee Ray, Persian Indy. This was a good match. Finish this. So the match breaks down. Everybody's hitting moves on each other. Kaylee Ray hits a super kick on Mandy. Then she goes and gets her back, mm-hmm. brings it in the ring. Mandy rolls the floor and Kaylee Ray follows and takes a swing at Mandy. She ducks it. And so Kaylee Ray hits the ring step. So yeah. Mandy tries to escape. Kaylee Ray follows, takes another swing at her again. Mandy ducks it, hits the ring post this time. Mm-hmm. And then she chases Mandy backstage. Uh, Persia's looking for a suplex. Instead, Gigi roll, uh, reverses that into a roll up, gets a two. And then Persia hits a, a huge boot followed with her finish to get the win. Yep. Uh, this was really cute. We mentioned this earlier. It's the Anofe and Malik Blade uh, video package. And uh, their their main goal in winning the Dusty Cup is less to do about winning titles and more about, uh, you know, getting some dates with Toxic Attraction. Malik Blade is really, he's like, man, I really want to ask uh, Mandy Rose out. And he's like, come on, man, you can do it. We've got the confidence, you know. We're winners now. You can do it. And he's like, ah, she ain't going to give me the time of day. He's like, listen, let's win the cup, and then you ask her out, and then I'll ask uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane out. And he's like, where's your shirt? Because he's, like, doing the earthquake with his pecs. Yeah, he's pecs. his pecs. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and the camera does a close-up on the pecs. It was really good. This, I, I love this, man. I think these guys are great together. They got immediate mm-hmm. chemistry, and I really want to see them go far. Exactly. Uh, then we're in the gym. Raquel's doing some shoulder presses. Cora Jade walks in and she's like, Hey, have you thought about some more? Raquel says, No. And Cora's like, well, What do I got to do to convince you to be my partner for the Dusty Cup? Do I need to lift this weight? And then Raquel says, Fine, go ahead. But I've already won the Dusty Cup. I know what it takes to win. And as much as I despise Dakota, she will do whatever it takes to win. And Cora says, Well, I can too. And she's trying to put up the the, the 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 weight and she, I don't think she could do it. So Raquel says, uh, "I need somebody I can trust, and that's not you." Mm-hmm. And Cora says, "Well, let me prove it to you." And then as Raquel turns around, she looks like she's about to slap her, and Raquel catches it and says, "Don't push me." Yeah, this didn't make a whole lot of sense. It really didn't. Like I okay, I guess there's some sort of trope where, oh, I'm going to prove myself to you by beating you up so that you know I'm tough. But like sucker punching a person, uh, I would seem to have showed the opposite of trust. You can't trust me at like all. Like I turn my back on you, and the first thing you think is slap. Right. I'm not going to trust you. I look. I like Raquel just fine. I like Cora Jade. This was not a really well executed. So they probably needed like five more takes to get this a little smoother. Feels like they did this like on the practice take because it was just sort of like they shot the rehearsal. They shot the rehearsal, and apparently whoever's producing this stuff, maybe it's a. Uh, it's Clint Eastwood. One take is all I need. That's probably what I was going to make the Clint Eastwood reference because he only does one take. Yep. Uh, what's the dude's name? The guy who used to be with Impact. What's the name? The guy that produces all their uh, cinematic stuff. Kevin Sullivan? No, no, no. Oh, no. Borash. No. Yes, yes, Borash. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, maybe he's an Eastwood guy. Uh, after that, we had Grizzled Young Veterans versus Chase University. Of course, it was Andre Chase and Bodie Hayward. Hayward. Uh, going into this last week, we were looking at the brackets and I asked you, I said, who's going to win this match? And you said, well, it should be grizzled young veterans and ended up being grizzled young veterans. But throughout, I was like, they treat grizzled young veterans like such dog shit. They might yeah. lose this match. Yeah, they did. Chase so. all of a sudden is like really good in the ring. I mean, he's good, but like traditionally he just gets his ass kicked a lot. He does. He does. But yeah. now he's got his student. So his student will take all the L's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's what uh, happened here. Yeah. And then apparently it looks like Grizzled Young Veterans got a new finish. It's like uh, it's a double, code, a double breaker. Code, code breaker. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. I like that. That was, a yeah, good that was pretty cool. So afterwards, uh, Von Wagner 
it was come Tuesday after all, mm-hmm. uh, hits the ring to attack uh, Bodie Hayward, hits him with an Olympic slam. Uh, Chase gets one, two. Robert Stone gets the ring, hands Vaughn a blazer. Yeah. Vaughn puts it on. Stone says Vaughn has been reinstated as under new management. Yeah, man. You know, he's like a restaurant or something. Um, they, they have a dress code as well. It's like he's a member of like some sort of dinner club place. It's like a fancy, you know, you got to have a little patch on the blazer here. Exactly. Oh, you didn't bring exactly. a blazer. We have some here for you, sir. Again, it's episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. That actually happened. <laughs> I know it uh, after that, we had a Grayson Waller promo where he introduces his dude. Uh, did, I think he's got a new name, though, doesn't he? Does he does have a new name. I didn't catch it. So. It starts with an S. That's all I know. It does. It's just him talking crap about L.A. Night. He says, I got my own secret service now. Um, better read that uh, that order that I gave you, the restraining order, or you're going to find yourself in jail. But if you do find a way around it, well, this guy's here. He wants to meet you first. I'm going to see if I can get it on. Uh, is this, it's not Spheres. I thought there was like a. Let's see here. Uh, well, if you go to if you go to Wikipedia for the NXT roster, they might have updated already. Yeah, maybe. Um, while you do that, they did. We had an Odyssey Jones injury update. He's got a ruptured patella tendon in his knee. So they, uh, I think, uh, Wade speculated we'd see him again in the fall. Uh, then we had Io Shirai versus Tiffany Stratton. Io gets the win here with the moonsault. Thank you, White Brownie Sanga. That's what it was. Sanga, that's what it is. Thank you, White Brownie. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, then uh, we got a Malcolm's, Malcolm Bivens promo. He says, Gunther. What an awful name. <laughs> what an can't awful your, name. I can't believe your parents named you that. It should have been, been dumbass, dumbass in all caps. In all caps. <laughs> uh, he says, Diamond doesn't care what you call yourself or what your legacy may be because everyone says it's a new beginning for Imperium, but no, it's the beginning of the end for Imperium because of Creed Brothers. They're going to win the Dusty Cup, become new tag champs. Roddy, Roderick Strong, is going to chop Walter down. I know he said Gunther, but Walter. And once he's done, Ivy Nile is going to stretch you from here to your mother's house. <laughs> he says, challenge you to a six-man tag match next week. The Creed Brothers talks terrible garbage. Oh, they're terrible. They I know. They're so and bad. then Roddy says, no one outtrains, outlasts, or outworks him or Diamond Mine, tells Walter to enjoy his win last week because it's never going to happen again. All right. Probably because Roderick Strong's going to main roster. Probably, yeah. Maybe they like what they see with Strong. He's a, such a good wrestler. He is a really good wrestler. He's a guy you can put on any show, have a match with anybody, and it'll be great. Dude, he's terrific. Just put him with a put him with a a, a mouth guy, a, a talking guy, a promo guy, a mouth yeah. guy. Um, yeah, it's honestly at this point, Diamond Mine just really needs to be Bivens and Ivy Nile. That's mm-hmm. all it should be, because mm-hmm. the other like Roger Strong needs to go to Maine. The other two guys I don't care about. Ivy Nile just standing there staring at the camera is terrifying. I know. Well, She's here's the thing: the awesome. Creed Brothers, I'd care about a lot more if they just didn't talk. They're so goofy. They're goof magoofs, man. You see, like they they open up that freaking promo, and you see them like they're like throwing each other into the wall or something. That's what it looked like at first, and I was like, oh, they're doing like shoulder tackles to like a body bag or something like that. I don't know what it was, but, but uh, they're doing shoulder tackles into a wall. Apparently, huh? it looked like it was into a wall. I was like, what are yeah, they doing weird. over there? They just that's strange. I don't know. They're just goofs. Um, after that, we had uh, Mellow and Trick introduce the Ollie J performance. I feel like she needed to be up on the stage, maybe. As a part near the entrance, anyways, like they used to do with Poppy in yeah. the ring, she came off as very self conscious. Well, also, you know, when you're a musical performance, isn't just simply going up there and doing your song, you know? Yeah. There's there's the lights. Oh, yeah. There's a spectacle stage presentation, the spectacle of it. It looked like an audition. Having her, yeah, having her, <laughs> yeah, it did. Having her in the ring, yeah. you, you missed the spectacle of the performance. All the memes of uh, Trick and Mellow. There's like a fresh Prince of Bel Air clip that, running that around because yeah. they're just dancing the whole time and like they have mics but they're kind of not doing anything with them. They're mainly just like you know having the NXT crowd just cough all over them. It was uh it was pretty silly. It was pretty silly. Yeah. But you know what? She tried. I don't know much about her. I don't know anything about her. Yeah, I don't. I, I I'm not familiar with her work whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, then we got Tony D'Angelo promo. He said like he heard Cameron Grimes chirping earlier. So that's all going to stop in about two seconds. Uh, I'm going to beat you, and then I get a date with Destiny against Carmelo at Vengeance Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, after that, Tiffany Stratton is complaining to her dad on the phone about the refereeing of her Io Shirai match. She walks up to Wendy Chu, and Chu says, don't feel too bad. Everybody loses to Io Shirai. 
Stratton slaps Chew's cup out of her hand, and Wendy says, hey, my free refill. Mm-hmm. And then I, the idea is she's going to go back to sleep. Yep. Uh, then we got Cameron Grimes versus Tony D'Angelo. Fun match. Gave it plenty of time. Yeah. Uh, finish. Saw Grimes looking for a cave-in. D'Angelo rolls out of the ring. He's over by the uh, announce table. He's kind of putting his hands down to rest. The rest attending to Cameron Grimes for some reason. Pete Dunn comes out with a uh, cricket bat, smacks D'Angelo on the hand with it. Mm-hmm. Tony gets back in the ring. Grimes hits a cave-in, gets the win. I like that Like Tony barely sold the smacking of the hand. He was like, oh, and then he just looks at Dunn. <laughs> and instead of, because sometimes they'll sell it, and they'll look terrified, and they'll get back in the ring to escape him. He just looked like slightly put off. And then got he in, was, and before he was able was, to get up from being in the ring, bang, yeah. came in. It was basically just acknowledgement that it happened. <laughs> he was like, I thought they wrote you off. I had a whole Dude, funeral you're supposed you. to be on main. You're supposed to be in the Rumble. Yeah. Plans change. Uh, or he just, he just, <laughs> I thought you were in the Rumble. Hmm? <laughs> uh, then we go to the parking lot. Braun Breaker's out there. The cameraman asked him a question about who his partner's going to be. And he's like, uh, you know what, Santos is a numbers guy as far as the partner goes. doesn't matter to me. So SV, SUV pulls up. Legato gets out. They're about to attack him. Tommaso Ciampa steps up next to Braun. Legato gets back in the SUV drive off. Ciampa gives uh, uh, Braun a fist bump. Oh, yeah. They're friends now. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing here? I thought you got written off. I thought you are going to be in the Rumble. He does the Pete Dunn shrug, He does too. the Pete Dunn shrug. I don't want to dye my beard. Um. All right, got some questions answer a here. Couple questions, yeah. We can yeah. answer a couple questions uh, in Twitch chat. If you guys want to highlight some uh, questions, feel free to do that. I got some here on the Patreon. Uh, Wolfpack for life. What wrestlers would benefit the most with a Royal Rumble appearance? Yo. Yeah. Champa. Champa. Kota Kai. Dakota Kai. Because like, man, I don't know what this like. Oh, I'm crazy thing is she's doing there in NXT. It's silly. Uh, let's see here. Oh, wow. Enforcer says, now that our boy Von Wagner has a jacket, does that mean that Naomi can't touch him either? That's like, yeah, it's like uh, Green Lantern. Then when they can't touch, like their ring can't penetrate yellow. Naomi can't beat up anything in a jacket. Uh, oh, Gion Jacksonville's number one gift to the sub to win. Thank you so much, Gion. Thank you, Gion. Uh, let's see here. Oh, wow. This is a great question. Grizzled Young Gunthers asked, what are things or what things are on your wrestling bucket list and what are things you've done that are that are or should be on other people's bucket lists? I haven't been to their new venue, but at a certain point for a wrestling fan, I kind of felt like going to a PWG show was tops because that's kind of like the best crowd yeah and one of the best environments to watch a show it's just electric yeah it's yeah i i I just get the feeling that since they've been rebuilding and since they went into the new venue it's kind of not the same as what it used to be so i'm very happy that i was able to do that but unfortunately people can't do that now Mm -hmm. oh man things on my wrestling bucket list jeez uh i would say because I, I would love to go to Tokyo, mm-hmm. Wrestle Kingdom mm-hmm. would be on my list. Just doing yeah, all same. doing like the New Japan stuff, like uh, Kirk and Hall. I'd love to go yeah. to that venue at one point. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, that would be cool. Things that I've done, I would say. I mean, dude, I don't know about these days, but like, you gotta be front row at like a big wrestling show at some point. I mean, what I mean big, I mean like a WWE or AEW, I guess at this point. But like we, you know, Hilton at one point had this is years ago had a front row ticket, one single front row ticket to a WWE house show, uh, and and he couldn't go, and I was like, hey, I'll go. So I went. It is really cool being front row. You and I also had uh, NXT front row tickets yep. at one point. Uh, we've been front row or close to it a couple times. Yeah, we had second row seats at Takeover. Yeah, yeah, and it is it is a blast. It is awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, oh, we had it, second row at the the second uh, Long Beach New Japan show. Right, we did two shows back to back, and that was awesome. Right ne- next to the ramp, that, that was, was great. fantastic. That was really cool. So yeah, getting really close to the action like that, I would I would suggest. I think that's a lot of fun. 
let's see here. Uh, Alex Foster. What a great question. If you guys were part of Tony D'Angelo's group, what would your nicknames be? I guess I'd be the beard, wouldn't I? Hey, it'd be the beard. Yeah, you'd be the beard. It'd be Steve the Mouth because I Good. talk a lot. Uh, I'm just Joe. Asked Larson, why did you hate Steve since you didn't deny it when he mentioned it early? Oh, wow. I didn't deny it? Wow. Uh, I don't know. You sort of made a face. I look like, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. okay. So, wow. I guess you can interpret that how you like. Then. No clarification. Interesting to know. Good to know going forward. Xavier Gray says, why is Io Shirai still in NXT? Your guess is as good as mine. I don't know. Weird timing, I, I know. guess, with 2.0 yeah, could be. Leaving. There, there, there's a story there in place where she could be in the Dusty Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know. That does, I think the women's Dusty Cup doesn't start till next month. So, yeah, it's kind of all over the place too. Uh, Organ Grinder says, "I've been watching old takeovers and I've seen you guys a few times. You're very distracting." I remember. Oh, it was payback in San Jose. Yeah, like a couple months after that WrestleMania. No, it was, it was the year after. Yeah. We were we were dead. We were fourth center. row. Yeah, dead center towards hard cam. Dead center hard cam. And like people were like, our you know, the friend that was kept on tweeting at us, I can't concentrate on the show because we're watching. And they'd be like, What are you doing on your phone? Cool stuff's happening. And it's like, stop observing me. Yes, watch the show. That was fun though. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Fear and Loathen says, with Veer coming on Mondays and Von Wagner having come Tuesday, who's coming on SmackDown? The way Roman Reigns talks and acts sometimes, I feel like he's in a, he's tantric. He's like always in a state of orgasm. Uh-huh. Acknowledge me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roman, is that your cum face? Uh, David says, do you think Walter's name change and the backstory made during the promo is even believable? Yeah, well, yeah, because it's arbitrary. He just said it again. He just said, you know, yeah, it's believable because it's, just, it's as arbitrary as WWE is. Mm-hmm. But in, in the terms world of WWE, of, yeah. it's, it's believable. I yeah, guess. yeah. In, in the world of WWE, but for like a normal person, no. Uh-uh. Who just does that? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I'm Veer Mahan is in our chat here. He says, "I'm coming to Raw." All right. Uh, so I love that somebody actually took the time to create a Twitch profile. I'm Veer Mahan, just to be here in our Twitch chat. Well, I welcome. appreciate that, Veer. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll be back tonight on the Twitch for our beach break uh, watch along and recap. So thanks everybody for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.